This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. We wish you a warm welcome from the ministry of the Christian Crusaders. How confident are you about your future? Do you ever worry about your health or the welfare of your family and loved ones? What if I don't have enough money for the future? Or what if I have an accident? These fears originate in our insecurities and can drain the joy out of life if we let them. Let's learn what Jesus has to say about this subject in today's message, Security. Living with insecurity can sap the joy out of living. You know, Jesus has some promising words for facing and even overcoming our insecurities. We're going to take a look at some of them today. I hope you'll stay with us as we worship in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Would you pray with me? Gracious God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, we come before you wanting to know you and your will for our lives. So speak, O Lord, for we are listening. Amen. Rejoice, the Lord is King, your Lord and King adore. Rejoice, the Lord is King, your Lord and King adore. Rejoice, give thanks and sing and triumph evermore. Our reading for today is taken from John chapter 10, beginning at verse 22. At that time, the Feast of Dedication took place at Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was walking in the temple in the colonnade of Solomon. So the Jews gathered around him and said to him, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you're the Christ, tell us plainly. Jesus answered them, I told you, and you do not believe. The works that I do in my Father's name bear witness about me. But you don't believe because you are not among my sheep. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of the Father's hand. I and the Father are one. 
The Jews picked up stones again to stone him. Jesus answered them, I've shown you many good works from the Father. For which of them are you going to stone me? And the Jews answered him, It's not for a good work that we're going to stone you, but for blasphemy, because you, being a man, make yourself God. Dear friends, a painful thing in life that many people struggle with is this whole matter of insecurity. I suspect we all have an insecurity or two rolling around in our heads. There are a variety of questions we wonder and worry about. Am I doing well enough at work? Have I saved enough? Have I done enough of a good job to raise my kids and take care of my family? Am I pretty enough or handsome enough? Am I smart enough to do that? Will my health be good enough to take care of myself as I get older? Is my heart good enough to avoid a stroke or a heart attack? Do my kids love me enough to take care of me if I need their help? If I die, will my spouse have enough money and capability to take care of herself or himself? Am I safe enough in this troubled and violent world? Some people ask, I know someday I'll die. Have I done enough good to be received into heaven? Have I been good enough? And the list goes on and on. Living in this broken world of ours makes it hard to avoid having a few insecurities. 
And did you notice that word enough seems to be a major culprit in our insecurities, our questioning? There's a sense of inadequacy using that word. One of my favorite preachers of God's word, Stuart Briscoe, said a number of years ago, deep down, we have a sense of individual insecurity to cooperate with other people. Maxwell Maltz, who wrote the book Psycho-Cybernetics, estimates that 95% of people in our society have a strong sense of inadequacy, and I have no difficulty believing that figure. My only surprise is the other 5%. Why aren't those guys feeling insecure? In our passage for today, Jesus has some reassuring words that have proven helpful for me in facing and even overcoming some of my own insecurities in life. And I'm sure you're going to find them helpful for yourself as well. The words stem from a conversation Jesus was having with some of his adversaries who were trying very hard to wreck his reputation in ministry and even go so far as to do him in once and for all. They surrounded him Solomon's colonnade around the temple area and asked him, how long will you keep us in suspense, Jesus? If you're the Christ, tell us plainly. And Jesus responds to them by saying, I've told you, but you don't believe the works that I do in my father's name. They bear witness about me, but you refuse to believe because you are not among my sheep. And then Jesus speaks these wonderful words about the blessing of belonging to him as one of his sheep. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. There are so many voices speaking out to us, offering misguided information that can harm us, saying, follow my advice and wisdom and I'll show you how to live the good life. And of course, there is Satan, who's always busy seeking to make a wreck of our lives and destroy us. He throws temptations our way and says, go ahead, give in to that. You'll enjoy it. Nobody will get hurt. You deserve it. But Jesus promises to speak into our lives. He's my shepherd, and he's there to speak to me, usually not audibly, but As I open his holy word, he speaks to me and he assures me of his love and shows me the way. His voice is a voice of wisdom and truth that protects me and guides me and gives me real life. It's the voice of love reassuring me that I belong to him. A story I read recently by David Prince tells of a family who adopted an older child from an unspeakably horrific orphanage in another country. When they brought her home, one of the things they told her that was expected of her was to clean her room every day. When she heard about that responsibility, she fixated on it and saw it as a way she could earn her family's love. In other words, she isolated the responsibility and applied it to her existing frame of thinking that was shaped by life in the orphanage. Thus, every morning when her parents came to her room, it was immaculate and she would sit on the bed and would say, my room is clean. Can I stay? Do you still love me? Her words broke her new parents' hearts. 
But eventually, the girl learned to hear her parents' words as their unconditionally beloved child who would never be forsaken. After she knew that she was a part of the family, even correction and discipline did not cause her to question her family's love for her. She understood it to be a part of what it meant to be in the family. Well, belonging to Jesus as his sheep, when you place your trust in him, we are considered adopted children of God, no matter what. And get this, Jesus says, I know my sheep. Think of that. If you're walking with Jesus Christ, he knows you. Everything about you, what's going on in your life. You are not just another face in the crowd. You are precious and important in his sight. He knows your name. He knows everything about you, and he loves you. I found this story about a Pulitzer Prize winning cartoonist Jeff McNally when he died. He he was the creator of the comic strip Shoe. Walt Handelsman of the Times Picayune in New Orleans wrote of him, I once received a call from editorial cartoonist Mike Peters complimenting me on a cartoon of mine and saying that Jeff McNally and he had just been talking about how much they liked my cartoon. And when I got off the phone, I told my editor that That was a highlight of my career, just knowing that someone like Jeff McNally knew who I was. It's hard to explain. But to have someone great know who you are brings a sense of significance to life. And my dear friends, Jesus Christ, the Lord of the universe, knows you by name. He knows everything about you, and he loves you anyway. Jesus goes on to say, my sheep follow me. In other words, with Jesus in a person's life, he's there to lead us. Like the shepherd does in Psalm 23, he leads us beside still waters to green pastures. He leads us down right paths for his name's sake. I don't know about you, but oh, how I need that. He is the leader I can truly trust. He's the leader that went to the cross for me. He's there for me, looking out for me, and he has all power and wisdom. With a voice of divine authority, Jesus announces, and I give them eternal life. When a person trusts in Jesus, they receive a new life. It's what he calls the abundant life, lived in the presence of a loving God and Father. And Jesus said in it, they'll never perish. There's a longevity to this life with God. Eternity. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Not even death can steal my sheep from me, Jesus is saying. And no one can snatch them out of my hand. Not the evil one, not death, nothing in all creation. My sheep are my sheep, and I am their good shepherd. That strong hand of Jesus that's holding so tightly to you, if you're a follower, notice that hand of his is a nail-pierced hand. It reassures me. I've been bought with a price. His innocent and precious blood shed at the cross for me. And Jesus goes on to say, And my sheep 
have a great father who has given them to me, and no one is able to snatch them out of the father's hand. I'm his forever. And that, my dear friends, always gives me deep, confident sense of security. When life appears to be coming apart at the seams or or seems to be totally out of control, and I don't know where to turn, and I'm sensing a bit of panic, I remember I have a good shepherd. He knows me. I'm his and he's mine, and nothing can snatch me away from his love. At the end of his little speech, Jesus says something that made his listeners get so angry with him that they picked up stones to try to kill him. He said, I and the Father are one. What he's doing there is claiming deity, that he's God. They rejected that statement as blasphemy, a total falsehood which was deserving of being stoned to death according to Jewish law. But you and I know Jesus was not blaspheming. The resurrection on Easter proves that he and the Father are one. Jesus is the Son of God. His claims were endorsed, and he was vindicated when God raised him from the dead on the third day after his death on the cross, where he paid for our sins. As I read these words of Jesus and the response of his audience wanting to stone him, I can't help but be reminded of some words that are earlier in the Gospel of John, the first chapter. They go like this, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, yet the world didn't know Him. He came to His own, and His own people did not receive Him. But to all who did receive Him and believed in His name, He gave the right to become children of God. And even though he is still rejected by many today, the one who clearly states, I and the Father are one, wants to be received and believed in by all. So that we who were children of wrath because of our sinfulness might become children of of God, trusting in the one who said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Now, belief in Jesus as the Son of God is not a simple intellectual assent, as some might think. It's trusting him, trusting in all that he's done for you at the cross and at the grave. As I tell my congregation, it's betting the farm on him. It's giving your life over to his care and to his leading. It's stepping into a personal relationship, surrendering with the risen Jesus Christ who wants to befriend you and give you life. Yes, it's true. Life's challenges and the world's brokenness can stir up such insecurity storms within us. Jesus knew that about us. He knew that we're sheep, we human beings, helpless, prone to nibble ourselves lost 
easily led astray and not as smart as we think we are. But he wants you to know that when he's the shepherd of your life, you've got some promises you can count on. And I encourage you today to daily claim these words of assurance that he's given you in this passage. He says, Bob, I know you. You're valuable and precious in my sight. I know what you're going through. I know your strengths. I know your weaknesses. I know you, Bob, like an open book. Betty, I have such a good word for you. Just open your Bible to Matthew or Mark or Luke and John and let me speak into your life. I'll lead you down the right ways. I'm with you as you follow me and serve me. John, I've given you eternal life. A life lived in the presence and steadfast love of my Father. You were separated from God by your sinfulness, but that's been taken care of. I suffered and died on a cross and rose again so that you could be His and live with the Father. And Julie, you're mine forever and ever. You will die someday, it's true, but that's not the end of your story. There is a place prepared for you. I've prepared it in my Father's heaven. I know, Sam, that this world sometimes seems dark and evil and is winning, but know this, I'm stronger than anything in this whole wide world. I will not allow anyone or anything to snatch you away from me out of my hand. Nothing, absolutely nothing can separate you from me. I want to end this message for today with a statement that Christian songwriter and singer Twyla Paris made in an interview. I think it's very profound for us. Here it is. We human beings are so security-oriented, whether it is conscious or not, we all need and want security in our lives. From the time we were born, we were clinging to something. That's okay. But we've got to be clinging to the right thing. When we are holding on to Jesus, that's when we're holding on to real hope. Amen to that. The Lord is my shepherd. Of all that I need He makes me lie down Where the pastures are green Beside quiet waters He leads me to rest And guides me on paths Of His righteousness This He has done His great name to you 
Let's pray Psalm 23 today. Lord, you are our shepherd, and we shall not want. You lead us beside still waters. You make us lie down in green pastures, and you restore our souls. You lead us in paths of righteousness for your name's sake. Even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we fear no evil, for you are with us. Your rod and staff comfort us. You prepare a table before us in the presence of our enemies, and our cups overflow. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in your house forever. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Now as you go on your way, may Christ go with you. May he go before you to show you the way, behind you to encourage you, beside you to befriend you, above you to watch over, and within you to give you his peace. Amen. You have been worshiping with the ministry of the Christian Crusaders. We pray today's message has encouraged you to daily claim the promises of our great shepherd, which he has given us in holy scriptures. Christian Crusaders cares deeply about the spiritual lives of our listeners. If you have a concern for which you desire prayer, please contact us by visiting our webpage and following the Is This For Me link. Our board of directors and staff are dedicated to lifting up our listeners to the throne of grace through intercessory prayer. All requests are kept confidential. 
Christian Crusaders is a nonprofit, listener-supported ministry dedicated to serving the spiritual needs of those unable to attend worship in the church of their choosing and all others who have a need to listen. If you receive spiritual benefit from today's program, we invite you to help support this ministry with your prayers and financial gifts. All donations are considered tax-deductible. If you enjoyed today's program and would like to listen to it again, we invite you to check out our website at christiancrusaders.org. You can find more in-depth information about the message on our Facebook page as well. Please take a minute to look us up and check us out today. If you have need to speak to one of our office staff, give us a call at 319-277-0924 or visit our office at 7401 University Avenue, Cedar Falls, Iowa, 50613. Our toll-free telephone number is 1-888-MY-FAITH. That's 1-888-693-2484. We are happy you chose to worship with us today and pray you will join us again next Sunday. Conducting our service was our speaker, Pastor Steve Kramer. Christian Crusaders has been broadcasting biblical truth continuously since 1936.